Welcome to the Fully Restored Podcast. Christians often struggle to talk about areas of deep hurt like trauma or abuse, shame or betrayal. These are deep soul wounds. Friend, Christ came to not only heal us from our sin, but from our soul wounds as well. My name is Kristen Klaus and I'm a licensed professional counselor and author. And my guest and I are here to walk with you on your healing journey. We see you and hear you. Friend, if you hang with me, apply these truths to your life, you will be on your own path to a fully restored story. Grab your coffee, tea, or favorite drink, and let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Kristen Klaus, and you're listening to the Fully Restored Podcast. I am so excited about today's topic that we're going to be discussing. But before we jump in, I just want to stop and just give a quick shout out and thank you to everyone for your prayers and support. For those of you that follow me on my social media accounts, you know that I've been fighting COVID. I believe today is day 23, day 24. This is the day of recording that I'm doing this right now is the Monday before Christmas. And it has been quite a battle of dealing with COVID, but I am on the upside and I am so grateful for all your love, support and prayers. So if my voice sounds a little off today, that's the reason. But today's topic is something I am really looking forward to talking with you all about. You know, as 2021 is upon us, it seems as if so many of us have been really discouraged by 2020. It's been a rough year. For some of us, it's been a devastating year. For those of you that listened to last week's episode, we talked about abiding in Christ, Emmanuel, God with us. And we need to know that more than ever. And here we are on the dawn of 2021, And for so many of us, and it just doesn't seem as if there's a lot of hope as we thought there would be for 2021. It doesn't seem to carry the same meaning as it has in the past New Year's. And my prayer today is that you are going to walk away from listening to this podcast, encouraged for 2021, and with some tools as you walk into this new year. Our topic today is eight tips to finding your word for the new year. As 2021 is upon us, what direction, what word, phrase, or sentence do you have for this coming year? Have you taken the time to pause and ask God about that? Over the past few years, there's been this movement of change in how we view the new year coming in and our focus. And for many, New Year's Day is about resolutions, goals we plan to focus on for the upcoming year. I can remember back to being a child and making these New Year's resolutions, and truth be told, within a month, they were long forgotten. The downside of resolutions is that we often set ourselves up for failure instead of new beginnings. With resolutions, we focus on what we need to change, what is wrong, or habits we need to do no more. So with transitioning our thought process from a New Year's resolution to a word, phrase, or sentence of the year, our focus begins to shift into something new, something fresh and exciting. It becomes about growing as a person in our faith and in all aspects of our lives. Personally, I've been doing this for the past few years, and it has literally completely transformed me. 
Some of the words in the past have been undiscovered territory. In fact, when I had that phrase, when I had that phrase, undiscovered territory, that year was the year one of my best friends was diagnosed with cancer and passed away. And it was a really difficult year because we had been ministry partners in so many ways. And there was a shift and a change that I had to do in my thinking of walking into undiscovered territory. Another phrase I've gotten is be expectant. Dream beyond was another one. And the dream beyond was dream beyond into God-sized dreams. And that was the year that I stepped out in faith in so many different things of the publishing of my book, of being a part of the Woman of Joy book tour that they had through my publisher, Redemption Press. We were part of their tour of conferences. And that was something stepping out beyond what I thought I could do and my own strength and ability. Another word has been believe. And then another one is deep. Each of these words have represented times of growth, times of transition, newness, stretching, growing, pressing in, difficulties, learning, and yes, letting go. I've learned so much from each of these words. Now, I'm not just passively saying I've learned, but seriously, I am saying that my life has been shaped by the hand of God for each year that I am so grateful for by these words or phrases that God has given me at the beginning of the year. Often, It's not a word or sentence. Yes, like I said, God has given me, I'm such a wordy person. I think that that's why a lot of times I get a phrase or a sentence, but it's not necessarily the word or phrase or sentence that I would be thinking of. For some, their word has been joy. For others, it's been faith or peace or growth or yes, even rest. One of the things that I have learned the most from the word that God gives me is that it is the exact right word for that upcoming year. I've also learned that the word often ends up having a completely different meaning than what I thought it was going to mean. Yep, God likes to use our words to teach us, to mold us, and grow us in new levels and places. And for many, a new year is filled with great anticipation and new beginnings and new hope and new goals. And as I contemplate the change of one year to the next, my thoughts go to all this current year has represented to me. Friends, if I could, I would be sitting down with all of you in a room and having a discussion with you about what your word was this year, what this year represented to you, because there is so much for us to reflect on, to discuss about what happened, what didn't happen, the highs, the lows, the victories, the defeats, the unexpected things. And it causes me to reflect on the word that God gave me for 2020. And no surprise, I'm one of those that that word that God gave me was actually vision. And I know so many people had the similar word because of the year 2020 being vision. In fact, I actually spent a lot of time in prayer with God about this word to make sure that I wasn't using it because it was 2020, but it was That was the word that God had for me for that year. And now that I'm on the other side of 2020, I can definitely say 
That was the word for me this year. So I want to share with you, I'm somebody that likes to journal. And um, I just want to kind of give you a little glimpse into a few words that I wrote on the dawn of 2020 of what I thought the word meant. And then we're going to come back on the other side. This month, as I've spent time in prayer for my word for the new year, I must confess I've struggled with wanting a new word. This isn't out of fear or uncertainty, but in reality, because I believe I still have so much to learn about the word deep. And even as God gave me my new word, I found myself asking God if he was certain it was time to change it. I know, right? Here I was trying to bargain or convince God of what was best for me. Regardless of how I struggled to let go of this word, a new word began to develop within me. Vision. Now, I'm sure there may be a few people with the word vision for 2020, wink, wink, but this was the word that stood out to me above all the rest. Today is the last Sunday in 2019, and God reminded me once again the importance of this word and how it will connect the two words which are so strongly in my heart. Deep vision. Vision beyond my understanding or comprehension. Vision to see the deep things of God. Vision and direction for new beginnings. My heart cry is, Lord, open my eyes to see what you see, the heart of your people and the world around me. To see just as Elisha's servant's eyes were open, to see spiritually in battle and life circumstances for myself and others. And Lord, may I continually remember to seek your face this year focusing on who you are and not what you can do for me. That's just a little bit out of my journal. And hold on with me, friend. We're going to get to the eight tips of finding your word. But I thought it was really important to share with you the process that we go through when we do this. And as I went back and read that, wow, God has given me vision this year. Again, at the end of the year, it's often not what I thought it would be. New vision. As we packed up and moved to Kentucky from Washington State, vision to launch this podcast, a new vision of ways to reach out to others in need, new vision for my husband and I as we're in a new season in our lives, vision to see the heart of those in our community, our state, our nation, and world this year. In fact, I think I could talk for a whole podcast just on that, but that's not what the show is about. So some of you may be asking, how do I find my word of the year? That's a great question. And I have eight tips to share with you today that are going to help you do just that. So here we go. Tips to finding your word. Tip number one. To start with, we need to let go of the concept that we need to find the perfect word. When we focus on perfection, finding that perfect word, we often become paralyzed to pick any word. We struggle, we freeze up, and our quest shifts to finding the perfect word, thus the battle of perfectionists, right? Instead, we need to pray. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to guide and direct you to the right word for you for this next year and to help you let go of the pressures of what it should be, of comparison to what other people's word is. Instead, it's about focusing on what God is saying to your life, not about being perfect. It's about the right word for the next season of your life. It's not even about the good word. It's about the right word. So don't overthink it. Pray and don't be surprised by whatever God gives you. 
Okay, tip number two. Ask yourself this series of questions to help you find what that word is. First one, what are the areas I sense God is leading or speaking to me about? Number two, what do I want to work on this next year? Number three, what theme do I want to dominate my life this next year? Number four, where do I need to grow in my faith, my relationship personally, professionally, and spiritually? And the last one, what word is my gut speaking to me? Last week when I was pondering about my own personal word, I was like, Lord, I I still don't know what my word is. And over the weekend, I believe I have my word for 2021. And it's nothing of what I was thinking, but it was the word in my gut that when I heard that word, it was an immediate resounding, yes, that's the word for this year. That's what I mean by your gut speaking to you. Okay, tip number three. Write down your answers to all of those questions. Then combine them into one or two or more paragraphs. Then after you've done that, circle the words or themes that you notice throughout it because there's going to be this common thread that's going to help you become more focused on what your word is. Tip number four, I have a list that you will find in the show notes a link to that is a list of words or themes that you can go through. And sometimes it's just seeing a word is what jump starts and says, oh, that fits with what I'm feeling in my heart. You can use my list. You can use a dictionary. These are just some things to help jumpstart those ideas. Tip number five, once you've narrowed it down to a few words, look up the definition and scripture verses and meanings for these words. Doing this is going to help you clarify which word is the good word or the right word for this next year. As I was sharing with you that over the weekend, there was a word that stood out to me. And the first thing I did is I looked it up in the Bible. I looked up what the biblical definition is, what the scriptural references, the different meanings behind it. And then I looked up in the Webster Dictionary of what that word meant. And just trying to see, do I have a good understanding of what that word means? And does that still fit within my spirit? And I got a resounding yes. And I believe you're going to get that as well. Okay, tip number six. We've prayed. We've let go of perfectionism. We've asked ourselves the questions in tip number two. We've written our paragraphs. We've circled words and themes. We've looked up words in the dictionary and the meaning. And we've looked at the reference list of words to help jumpstart some ideas. And now we're going to complete this sentence. Whatever year it is. We're talking about 2021, but this could be another year for you. 2021 will be the year I, and then fill in the blank. Because there's something stirring in you as you have been doing this that is going to fit. And that word is going to fit in there. So 2021 will be the year I. And for me, I haven't told you what my word is yet, that I believe my word is, and and my word is yield. And I have to tell you, since I heard the word, I've seen it everywhere in the last few days. 
And 2021 will be the year I yield. I yield to the Holy Spirit. I yield to the direction that God has for our life, for my life. I yield and surrender to a greater depth. And I'm still thinking and contemplating and praying about this. But that's what I mean, that when you find that word, that, and you say 2021 will be the year I yield, it resonates well with my spirit. Okay, tip number seven, remember to be authentic. Be the real you. This is about the next season for you. And the year focus will be for you. It's about growing in your faith. It's about growing in your relationship with God. It's about what is God leading you to and in for the next year. And so this word needs to resonate deep within your spirit. For me, yielding, it resonates deep within my spirit. Okay. All right, friends. Here's the last tip. Tip number eight. Once you've selected your word, ask yourself these questions. Asking these questions are going to help you become an active partner with God for the next year ahead. It is not just a word that we pray and God gives us and we make a little picture of it and yay, this is my word for the year. It is truly kind of like your North Star guiding you for what God has for you for this year vision for this year, that is what God did. We moved across the United States and God gave us new vision, new direction, new focus for our lives. And and so I have anticipation about yield that there's some deep things that God is going to do in me. And there's some areas where I need to yield. And those are going to be exciting things and they're going to be difficult things because every word is about growth in our life. Okay, so once you've selected your word, ask yourself these questions because we're going to be an active partner with God in our life for the next year ahead. So how does this word speak to my life? How does this word speak to my family? If I'm married, how does it speak to my family? If I have children, how does it speak to my children? If I'm single, how does it speak to my life as being single? How does it speak to my home, to my career, to my relationships, to my faith? How does this word speak to my relationship with Jesus? Those are all the things that we need to ask so that we can become an active partner with Jesus for the next year ahead. So friends, I am so excited to hear about what your word is. So when you have your word, please share it with me. Find me on my social media accounts. Share it with me there. Comment on the podcast. I want to hear from you. What is God doing in and through your lives? So I am so grateful for all of you. I am grateful for this podcast, the Fully Restored podcast, and the opportunity to come every week and have a conversation with you. I am excited for what 2021 has for us. And friends, I just want to encourage you, as we talked about last week and I mentioned at the beginning, Emmanuel, God with us, and that Matthew 123, in that chapter, 
an angel came to Joseph in a dream and was telling him not to fear of what was going to happen that year, that there was going to be things that happened and that to name the child God with us, Emmanuel, God with us. And I know so much right now, more than ever, I need to know that God is with me. And friend, if I'm needing to know that, I think you're needing to know that too. God is with you. God is with us in the middle of whatever we are facing. God has been with me as I have laid in bed sick day after day. God is with you as you are facing whatever battles that you are facing. And I want to encourage you to not allow fear to take over, but instead to lift your eyes up to the heavens, to lift your eyes up to our Lord and Savior, and to know that he is here with you and that he has a blessing and a a new direction and a new vision and a new word for you for 2021. And although this year is not what we thought it was going to be, God is with us. And as we walk into 2021, God is with you, my friend. So I am so grateful that you have joined us today. I want to hear from you. Like I said, I want to hear what the word is that God's speaking to your heart. For the show notes and all the links that I talked about today, those can be found on my website at podcast.fullyrestored.love. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date on all of our shows. And I would so appreciate it if you would leave a review and a rating as well on whatever platform you're listening to us on. Just be sure to share the podcast with all of your friends. That's how podcasts get known is by friend sharing. So I would greatly appreciate if you shared the podcast with your friends. I thank you for your continual prayers as I'm still in recovery from COVID. I would love to stay connected with you. So be sure to find me on Instagram or on my Facebook page at author Kristen Klaus. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode of Fully Restored Podcast. And as we move into 2021, that we see hope for the future and what God is going to do in and through us and that God is here to encourage, strengthen and direct us for the coming year. And remember, friends, nothing or no one is beyond restoration with our Jesus. 